Oh, God, here's a, here's a letter from Fish B. Dear Bob, if you're reading this, then I fucked up. I kind of expected there wouldn't be a show tonight after yesterday's hospital visit. Long story short, I met another lady online. Only this time I didn't lie about winning a People's Choice Award. This time I lied about being nominated for an American Music Award. But no one's going to watch an award show hosted by Sierra anyway, so no harm, no foul. I did leave some decent questions in the Freemason ashtray just in case. Love, Fish B. P.S. At least I don't make you call me Lieutenant Colonel Fish B. So, so great. Fish B is, uh... Fish B's gone. Uh, good news. Good news. Uh, it only hurts on my entire left side of my torso when I breathe. So as long as I don't breathe, I don't anticipate any problems. It's not like I could have used an extra dimensional fishbowl as a crutch to help me get through tonight. But, but no, no, no. He's out, uh, out, uh, out gallivanting, enjoying another romantic tryst, courtesy of... Uh, Online lies, but really, where, 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 where do all good online romances start than with a very, even better online lie? So, all right. Question one: What did you learn from today's impeachment testimony? Well, today you had Vindman, today you had Williams, today you had Morrison, and today you had Volker. And the thing went by, <laughs> it took all day. I watched all of it because technically I'm restricted to bed rest right now. So I, really, what else am I doing? So I watched all of it and I would love to offer some really profound point. But honestly, all I remember is at some point I started asking the universe if I could just stab myself in the eye with a pen. Because that would seem like more entertainment than, than this. It's... Uh, it's a little slow at times. It's a little, it's a little slow. And uh, if I could bring up another point, originally posed by our nine-year-old executive producer, and really the wisdom beyond his years is astonishing. But a few months ago, Isaiah wrote, How on earth does C-O-L-O-N-E-L spell colonel? And I don't know that much about the origins of the English language. Not my college major. But I, I really, I'm curious. I don't know. If you got the answer to that, by all means, feel free to contribute. It's your show. I just, uh, I just host. I just do my thing with, uh, with Fish B. All right. Let's grab question two from the Freemason Ashtray. It says, question reads as, uh, what's your reaction to Amelia Clark? feeling pressured to do nude scenes on Game of Thrones. Yes, Daenerys Targaryen, the breaker of chains. She's happening. Uh, she does look fantastic uh, without, without clothes on. I mean, I mean that nothing, but uh, love in my heart, not trying to be some kind of uh, sexist jerk when I say that. But it almost seems like, I mean, for a while, yeah, HBO is so cool because they swear and, and, and there's nudity. I think as a society, we've moved past that. I mean, do HBO shows really need nudity anymore? I'll answer my own rhetorical question. No. No, they don't. And really, in, in any movie at this point, unless it's absolutely essential to the plot, I don't see the point of nudity. So I'm, I'm on Team Amelia Clark here. She shouldn't have had to take her clothes off or Game of Thrones, for God's sakes. 
However, or, 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 I mean, it's not like she's on euphoria and, and with euphoria's clear cock mandate, which, which, which is impressive, impressive. Never has a show before appeared on American television, even HBO, with such a clear cock mandate. Of course, when Fishby and I get our own show, I mean, when Fishby's here, of course, but when we get our own show on HBO, our cock-like mandate will make Zendaya's euphoria seem like Sesame Street. Just so, just be warned. We're taking that into our negotiations with HBO. Like you thought, Euphoria had a lot of cock. Get a look at this. <laughs> uh, 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 back to the Freemason ashtray. What is the plan if Trump won't leave office? If he loses the election, millions of his cult take to the streets, and the White House is surrounded by thousands of his supporters with semi-automatic rifles. Well, speaking of HBO, this is a point that Bill Maher has been making for the last year, if not longer. And at first, people kind of laughed at him. And now some people kind of do go, oh, no, that could never happen. But I agree with Bill. What is it about this guy that makes you think he's going to willingly leave? It's a hoax. It's a sham. The election was rigged. It's a great question. I... I wish I, I wish I had a better answer. I, I mean, millions of Trump supporters in the streets, they're going to be met by millions of whoever won the election in the streets in Civil War 2.0. It's, man, let's, uh, let's hope it doesn't come to that. Next from the Freemason ashtray reads as follows. Is teenage environmentalist superstar Greta Thornburg a time traveler? Have you seen this story? Have you seen this picture? I believe it was uncovered by the University of Washington. I believe it, it, it's like late in the, in the 1890s, but it's a picture of these gold miners in Canada, and there's this girl, this black and white photo, with an uncanny resemblance to environmentalist superstar Greta Thornburg. Uh, so the answer to your question is yes. Usually I disregard almost all conspiracy theories, other than Jeffrey Epstein didn't uh, didn't kill himself, uh, but uh, but yeah yeah I, I like this conspiracy theory that she's a time traveler and she planted that photo at UW because she knew people would find it and bring it to our attention and she's really from the future who came back to the past to warn us all about climate change one hundred percent fact Greta Thornburg is a time traveler book it take it to the bank. Next up from the Freemason ashtray reads as follows. Do you want to congratulate Julian Assange? Yes, Mr. WikiLeaks, Mr. Uh, Mr. Great Hair, Mr. Uh, Julian Assange. Do you want to congratulate Julian Assange on having his rape charges dropped in Sweden? Nope. No, I don't. So I shan't. Next question from the Freemason ashtray. Are you sure Rastafarian isn't one of your religions? Ooh. Ooh. Now, now I, I really haven't given this much thought. Because before, I'm on, I'm on the record as being 33% agnostic, 33% atheist, 33% Methodist, 1% or 33% Buddhist, and 1% Methodist, just in case, also known as Agath Badmito. Um... But you know what? 
since since we just coined the term last week, Agath Badmito, I don't see a problem with changing it to because I, I do like the weed. Uh, Rost Agath Badmito. That's fine. That's fine. Rost Agath Badmito. That works for me. Um, but we're going to redo our percentages here. We're just going to be 1% Rasta. We're, we're not going to embrace uh, being, being a lost tribe of Israel or thinking, I believe, the, the Ethiopian king Rastafari. Uh, we don't actually think he was the second coming of Christ uh, in the, in the Rastagath Bedmito. Uh, we're just into the weed part. So we're going to be 1% Rastafarian. And then we're going to be 25% agnostic, 25% atheist, 48% Buddhist, and 1% Methodist. We're still working on our afterlife story, but if you would like to be the second ever member of the church of Rost Agath Budmido, uh, there is no formal gathering. This is between you and your spiritual side, so... Feel free to join up in, in your own time, but uh, we're on to something here. Rostagath Badmito. We have, we have a lot to offer the world. We just take the best of, uh, of everything. We're, we're like a basketball coach who moves his way up through the ranks before he finally gets that big Division I coaching job, and he kind of takes a little of this, a little of that from every coach that he's been an assistant under. That's how we approach religion here at Bob's Fishbowl, and I, I think that makes as much sense as just adopting whatever your parents were. Next, from the Freemason ashtray, what's heliogen? Question mark. What's, what's heliogen? Uh, heliogen is, is a company that, that has been in, in, in stealth mode, uh, but Bill Gates, uh, now the richest man in the world, Microsoft fame, was, was, was a big investor in it. Uh, they, by combining a field of mirrors plus artificial intelligence, they've managed to, to make a, a beam of light that's as hot as 1,000 degrees Celsius. That's hot. And I, I, I'm not even in Canada or England, and I can tell you 1,000 degrees Celsius is really, really, really hot. It's enough concentrated solar energy to use for industrial purposes like making glass, cement, steel, etc. cetera. Uh, so that's Heliogen. I think uh, Bill Gates picked a winner in Heliogen. That technology sounds, uh, sounds great. And obviously, uh, when you make, when you use a, this Heliogen AI system with mirrors and 1,000 degrees Celsius to make things like glass, cement, steel, uh, no CO2. So maybe Greta Thornburg, the time traveler, she on the board of Heliogen? She's not, you don't, you don't know who their board is, but there's definitely no teenagers on it. Okay, if you say so, I'll, I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. Next up, from the Freemason ashtray, should Democrats be embarrassed to be using the impeachment term bribery after it was exposed that focus groups inspired the verbiage shift? Should Democrats be embarrassed by using the impeachment term bribery after it focus groups 100% absolutely not Th this is the weakest talking point the republicans have ever had it came from a focus group like they've never heard of frank luntz if you don't know just google frank luntz if you if you want to hear about focus groups and changing the verbiage of your political message so it's more palpable to the population at large 
I mean, everything in politics, it seems these days, it's, it's, it's upside down world. It's, 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 it's the pot calling the kettle black or whatever uh, folky expression you want to use. But no, the Democrats shouldn't be embarrassed. The Republicans should be embarrassed for even making that a thing. You know, but turnabout is fair play. Next up from the Freemason ashtray. Have you ever tried heroin? Have I, have I ever tried heroin? I, now, I, I battled uh, uh, pain pills and got addicted to them uh, more than once uh, over, uh, over, over a, lot of, uh, a lot of back surgeries, and I, I, just, I, just, I just did. And unfortunately, for, for so many of our fellow Americans, yes, that does lead to, uh, to heroin. Uh, thank goodness for me, it never did, uh, mostly because I'm needlephobic and none of my friends do it, so I wouldn't know where to get any heroin. So, but I think that's one I'm saving for my deathbed. Like, like if I'm lucky enough to, to reach old age and, uh, and enjoy uh, the fruits of hospice care, uh, heroin, sure. Uh, crack, why not? But but not until I'm in hospice care. Let's let let's save those big guns uh, until the end. Then and only then will I uh, will I try heroin. Last question from the Freemason ashtray doesn't come from Isaiah, our tiny executive producer. All right. Uh, whoa! 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 Listen carefully to this question. Because you know China is, uh, I hope you've heard by now, we, we've talked about it multiple times on this show, but, but they have more than a million Uyghur Muslims uh, locked up in, the, in these quote-unquote uh, re-education camps. There's a big story in the New York Times on it over the weekend about how they cracked down with, with just so much brutality. Authoritarian regime, this China. Uh, all right, so here's the last question. And let's let this one marinate. How would the world react if China imprisoned over a million Christians or Jews in re-education camps? I don't even feel compelled to answer that question. I think that question rhetorically speaks for itself. Although I will shed a, a little bit. I'll sprinkle in a little bit of opinion on that. It should be a way bigger deal. It should be just as big a deal as the, as the Hong Kong protests in terms of what's going on in China. But because here in America, there, in the grand scheme of things, there are so few Muslims... Uh, when most Americans have dinner parties, uh, there's rarely a Muslim in attendance... So it's a mysterious religion, and it's also associated with, with terrorism, you know, unfortunately. And, that, and that's a tiny, 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 tiny percentage of, uh, of, of what is uh, Islam. There's, there, there's more than enough, uh, more than enough uh, Christian terrorism uh, to also go around. But yeah, how would the world react if China imprisoned over a million Christians or Jews in re-education camps? And uh, and that's Bob's fishbowl, or or uh, that's 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 Bob's Freemason ashtray, I guess. With uh, with any luck, 
Uh, Fish B will be will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow is is, is a huge day for political junkies. A, a Wednesday. I, it's Tuesday night in my world. I'm speaking of Wednesday, because during the day, oh man, you got you got you got the uh, uh, Sondland, uh Trump's ambassador to the European Union, who is at a center of all this uh, Ukraine bribery. And then at night, there's a Democratic debate on MSNBC and NBC, I believe. So tomorrow's a big day. Until then, I love you. You do your best to be safe. If you can't be safe, at least be lucky. Till mañana. Adios, amigo.